Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day. Brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. With your fan headlines, this is Sean Myers. Tonight on the hardwood, Pitt men's basketball welcomes UNC to town at 7 o'clock. We'll have pregame coverage at 6.30 that you can listen to right here on 93.7 The Fan or via the free Odyssey app. Fan headlines are powered by Bowser and Genesis of Monroeville. Now open for more. Please check out 93.7thefan.com. Kenny Pickett has spoken. I don't know if he insisted on speaking today, but he was pretty adamant at the top of his media address. I would assume he would have said, I want to get something out there today. So we have one clip from this. Hopefully we'll have the whole thing coming up. Sean, don't call me Seth Myers. Are we likely to get the entire picket anytime soon, I hope? Uh, I have reached out. Um, we do have it upcoming from Jeff Hathorne. Beautiful. Uh, That's the guy you want attendance. there. That's the guy you want in the game over there. So let's hear the key clip. This was Pickett's opening address today. How about this? I got a surprise for you. We got the full Kenny Pickett five-plus minutes right now ready to go, courtesy of Jeff, if you want to hear that. What a man he is. Yes, we do. He's answered a lot of things before it gets started. I saw reports out there that I felt like we're attacking you know, my character and how I am as a person, not even getting into a player standpoint of it. Um, there was no talk of me being a backup quarterback this week in terms of being a two. Um, if I was healthy enough to play and the trainers and coaches felt like I looked good enough to play, I was going to start and play. Um, if they believed that I was not, which they believed I was not, I was not going to dress and suit up for the game. Um, so whoever reported that, I don't know where it started. Um, it's kind of crazy what people were write and put out there um, to try to you know, prove their point or help their standpoint or their careers and, and what you guys do. Um, but, you know, disappointing to see that um, without any proof or basis of it. So this week I'm now the two. They feel good four weeks out of the surgery uh, for me to dress and be the two. So I will be the two and do what I have to do to be ready to go for Baltimore. All right, let's just stick with that for now because there was a lot there. Uh, To my way of thinking, the headline from that statement was if they deemed him healthy enough, he was going to start the game after Mason's performance against Cincy. What do we make of that and what Pickett just said, Ron? Uh, I believe it. I, I, I truly believe uh, Tomlin would have gone back to him based on just one game by Mason. Now there's two. There's a little more body of work there that Rudolph has been tremendous. So I don't think he can go back to him now. But I truly think that he would have gone back to him based on just the one game against uh, Cincy that he would have started him at Seattle. And probably ruined the season and then. Maybe, well, maybe they'd have won. Maybe they wouldn't have. I, I don't think they It's hard to imagine him playing as well as Rudolph played because he hasn't played that well all along. So the nugget there, Bob, for me is that Tomlin was willing to put Pickett back in there. At and, least according to Pickett. Yeah, I mean, according, if he was healthy yeah, after one game, he was going to go back to his starter, which I don't think is a surprise 
given the way Mike Tomlin thinks. The only thing I would say Oh, is I think that, it would have been very surprising after the Cincy game. Uh, I, I think this whole town was looking at Rudolph well, playing certainly, again. Certainly, but, but, but he doesn't believe that you should lose it because of an injury if you're a starting quarterback well, or a starter or anyone clearly else. Clearly he does because he's benched him a week okay, later. Okay, but, uh, but again, he wasn't deemed healthy enough to do it. Okay, but now he now is. Now he is. But okay. I think the two games, as Ron said, was the difference. One game is one game. Two games now tells you that this guy has something here and this offense has come to life. You're not going to risk that just because you believe Kenny Pickett is still your franchise quarterback when, in fact, there's but still But you'd be willing to, be to risk it going into Seattle with your season on the line with a guy who hasn't played well. So if Tomlin had actually made this move, the season would be over. Do we agree on that? But he wasn't healthy well, enough no. to make it. I mean, they it. still might have won. Yeah, I, mean, I, I mean, first of all, Ron, they don't win that game, game with Kenny plan, Pickett. Joe, was Come on, to run probably the ball not. I wouldn't think. Six times their game plan was to run the ball, and they did because Seattle can't stop the run. And one of the reasons they what, wait a second here. Are you arguing that they would have won this game with Pickett? I'm saying I'm not you don't ruling know. it out as a possibility. I'm saying a ten percent possibility. All I'm saying is that the game plan was to use their run game as their principal way of winning that game, which And they one did. of the reasons for that, as your partner on KDKA said, is because of the presence of Mason Rudolph. I agree Rudolph with that. And, and his I, ability to I get the ball down that. the field. But what I'm telling you is you can't say automatically that it's if, Tom, if Tomlin goes with Pickett, they lose. You can't say that. I, I'd be willing to bet a lot of money All that right, if Kenny Pickett played in that game, they would have lost. But it's very be- interesting, too, that coming off – the best quarterback game they've had since second last year, Ben, he would have gone back to pick it. That would have been a hell of a story. It would have been. And, and Ron, I think, wrote that, that that he believes that would have been the case. And So I think, the whole argument for going back to pick it is out the window because of one more game. I think two right games now, does make two, a difference. I think yes. two games two, makes compared to Given one, makes right. everything Given weeks 17 and 18 right. and the fact that he hasn't played in over a month, yes, I think you go with the hot Plus end the and the guy who's playing. the fact that he didn't get all the work in practice last week. I mean, if the argument is we have to find out about Kenny, that's all out the window. It's been all out the window ever, one more since, ever since his injury. You can't make a determination regardless. I think you're going to have to go into the offseason with a, with a competition, a legitimate competition. Well, then it is all out the window. He's no longer your starter. No, I then. mean it's it's just it's a reality of the situation. Two years has not proven that he is yet. You hit you asked, and there's nothing wrong with proving it. You got to go out and prove it. All I'm saying is this is this is a week to week thing with them. They now have an offense that looks like the offense they. No, had. no, no. I get all that. Okay, I get then, all that. The, the, I'm going back to the rationale for going back to Pickett after Mason plays great against the Bengals. The rationale being he's your guy, no matter what. You have to find out what you have in Pickett. So one extra game wipes out that whole argument? I, I think so. At I this do, point. too. Now that, you're okay. in, now that you're in the hunt. And the you other, were in the hunt before, too. Well, yeah, but I didn't expect them to win in Seattle with either quarterback, whoever played, and I didn't think they would be in the hunt. Mason played great. The other factor is, though, that I think Pickett played his best, not that it was great, the Cincinnati game in Cincinnati, and then he was playing okay against Arizona, as you pointed out, when he got hurt. So you're going back to him. I didn't think of, you thought he played well against Arizona. I didn't. You did. You're the one oh, who but said. You're the one, I'm going by your argument from last week. Well, you're you're speaking on my behalf here? No, no. I'm just. Your argument last week was they have to go back to their franchise guy because they have to find right, out about him. Right. So that argument is completely With wiped out game, by, by the second and, game. And plus the circumstances where you now can make the playoffs. You could last week. The Seattle game was a. But he didn't the, practice as much, Joe. They're talking about him not getting enough work. No, no. But he would have started. 
if he'd have been able to practice with the ones all But week. now he is healthy enough. But there's two games instead of one. Okay, right. so one game yes. wipes yes. out the entire yes. r- rationale that we have to find out about Pickett. Yes. yes. Okay. Yes. Wow. Okay. Now we don't have to find out about Pickett. No, not, you still do. You still do, and he still has two years left but on the contract. Anyways, so I mentioned you in Arizona. You thought he played pretty well against He was there. okay. Okay. Yeah. So it's not like you're going back to him at his lowest point uh, if you'd have gone back to him against Seattle if he was healthy and got his preparation in. I think it would have been crazy game. to go back to uh, him. Oh, that's a different argument. That's a I'm just surprised argument. that an argument as strong as you, no matter what, they have a season-defining game here. Even though Mason played great against Cincy, you have to go back and find out. I would have loved to have found out what Pickett would have done. Now that argument is completely out the window. Why doesn't that argument still stand? Because they're they're now in a much better position than they were two weeks ago. They can make the playoffs, and they're going to ride the hot hand. That's I have no problem with that. But you did last week. Had only had played one game. I didn't think he was going to do that in Seattle. Okay. So one game wipes out the argument. Uh, I just think the stakes are so high right now. They were just as high going into yeah, Seattle. But, but you just also have, but you also have a quarterback who's come in and given you a huge shot, right? And therefore, and you, I would you would not go away from. I yeah, I make think, no mistake. I was ready to to move on for the Seattle game. I wasn't arguing that Pickett should play. Rudolph gave them their best quarterback game in at least two and a half years. Their best I felt two like quarterback game. Well, going but into at that the time, game, it was one. one. I think one is different than two. I just think back-to-back, given, especially on the road the way they did this week, you can't go away from I him. saw Mason Rudolph make throws that Kenny Pickett hasn't made his whole time here. I agree. Standing in the pocket. I don't I think I, I don't think they win that game with Pickett. Bottom line, if to, they me, the ball to me, the, way the story they is – the ball, they'd win the game, Joe. Ser- I'm serious. I'm they're, not they're sure. Not, How would they have I'm run the ball? I'm not going to say they would have won, but I'm not going to sit here and say that they wouldn't have won. Either. I think Tomlin would have made one of the foolish moves of his career right there. And I think that's why he's not going to make it this week because it would still look that way. Why would you go away from a guy who's putting up the best passer rating of any quarterback in the NFL I would NFL have said, why go away from him after the Cincinnati game? I said the same thing, but I'm but – I understand the point of Kenny Pickett was the one. If he's healthy, he's coming back. I don't necessarily agree with that because of the performance I saw. I was the one in the postgame show that week said I would stick with Rudolph after one game. But his his opinion on that may be different. Obviously, anybody who thought that Mike Tomlin was that deeply, uh, his belief in Pickett was that deep that he's my guy no matter what, they were wrong. He's clearly willing to move on from Pickett. Clearly. He, He has. And I and I think that opens up an entire off season of questioning what happens next. Yeah, that's and, the and key. I think it's intriguing. I, I do. We now have a coach who's shown in at, in the biggest moments that he's willing to part with Kenny Pickett. What does that mean for the future, Ron? I think Pickett goes to camp number one, and maybe if Rudolph is there, they have a good competition. I think he. Ben said that on his podcast. That next year, they definitely go back to Pickett. Now that was. Yet, let's see how the the rest of this year finishes. And that may dictate Mason Rudolph deciding to go elsewhere. Right. And then you're going to have to look for two quarterbacks or draft one. Would you come back here if you were Mason? Only if it was the best offer. And also depends what the money is, yeah. And, and if it's legitimate. I'd have to be, if I'm Mason, say, look, we have a good quarterback room, but I want this to be a legitimate competition. And, and I have to have assurances that it would be. If it's not, then what am I doing? Although he may, you know, you may get the best backup deal money-wise here in Pittsburgh. 
I think there's zero chance he gets recruited as a free agent as a starter. No chance. No, I'm saying the backup money may be no, good I elsewhere. Know, I, but I if it's better that. money here as a backup, I don't then think it's just it. about the money. I think here he may think he has a better chance to win. Like, what if uh, I don't know? Pick a team with a great quarterback. What if no. what, what if Baltimore comes looking? What if what if uh, Dallas comes looking for a backup quarterback? Well, they have. You think one. you're Trey ever going to? How about Arizona? I know. Well, just as an example. Yeah. A team with an entrenched quarterback. Here, there's no entrenched quarterback. Here, he knows all the personnel. But Here, he doesn't have to if, learn a new playbook. And if. here, the, the coaches have shown more confidence in him in his two games than they showed in Kenny or Mitch in any game. Right. But Caboli was on last week with us, and, and I think I asked him, I said, why did Mason end up here? Nobody else wanted him. His argument was he had opportunities to be a backup elsewhere. But the money wasn't guaranteed. The Steelers guaranteed his one million whatever yeah. to be the third string guy. So he said, "You, if you're Mason, do you take the guaranteed money and be three, or run the risk that you you don't win the second job somewhere else and get cut and don't get anything?" Yeah, I just think in his position now, there's more to it than money. But but the, and there's also the long game for him. Is there anything more important than money? Uh, maybe he earns more money in the long run with a chance to actually play. Yeah, I mean, we've seen tons of guys not take the money, Ron. They go where the opportunity is, the opportunity to play. And I don't think Mason is on poor street either, so it doesn't, he doesn't need a check. So you know? for an extra five hundred grand to go back up Dak Prescott, would you rather play here with a chance to actually win a job and then make more money later? I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I, you know, and I not have to learn a new he's system. He's going to have to make, but I also think. He's going to have to survey the opportunities and what opportunities are there for him as a starter somehow. Is he better than Pickett? Uh, again, I, I, that's why I would make it an open competition. I would try to figure out. In your out, opinion, is he better than Pickett? I think he has the pocket presence to be better than Pickett. I, I think Pickett I, has to, to, to understand that you can't just bail every time you do this. His arm strength is nowhere near what Mason's is. I think. I, I want to see a little more out of Mason, but I'm willing to say I think he's better than Pickett. So am I. And I, I do need to see more proof of that. But right now – I mean, now, he conceivably against a good Baltimore defense, and I, I don't know who's going to play this week. He could be look very normal in this game. So I, I'm sure. kind of temperate a little bit. But based on what I saw these last two games, it's better than what I've seen from Pickett. Yeah. I mean, if I define that question right now as who would I pick a, a fully healthy Pickett, the best we've seen of Kenny Pickett versus the best we've seen of Mason – which is these last two weeks, I'm taking Mason, which means I think Mason's better. Yeah, and if he does it again, again I would – just because I want to see what happens. Let's say he lights it up in Baltimore. I don't care who he's playing against because they still have good players that they're going to have to play. This is not the preseason where you have 90 guys. You only have oh, so yeah, many. Yeah, you're going to have to play. Harbaugh said you only can sit six guys, right. basically. So you, you but you can bench him during the game. Yeah, yeah but you're still going to play some people, you know, some. who've been in there. Yeah. Uh, so the bottom line is if he has a good game – and they somehow get into the playoffs, I will find it extremely interesting to find what Mike Tomlin does because I think it would be absolutely 100% Mason Rudolph, but he may not do that. Every single person who thought that he was wed to pick it to the point that he would never bench him, never bench him, is is wrong. That has happened. That has and happened. To me, and that, it's a smart and decision. To me, that changes everything moving forward. But when you're in a week-to-week thing, you go by week-to-week. Not that's if you have an entrenched quarterback, you don't. But, but again, what is he? Is he really an entrenched quarterback? No, that's the point. Right. Coming up.
Let's talk about some of these other games and who we think will win and the percent chance the Steelers will make the playoffs. Twitter, brought to you by South Hills Kia and Peters Township. Visit them at southhillskia.net. Fan text line, brought to you by Edgar Snyder and Associates. Personal injury law firm, where they always say there's never a fee unless we get money for you. It's 1124, time to stop blindly paying those increasing auto and home insurance premiums. Contact the Buell Insurance Agency in Gibsonia and see what they can do for you. You know who can do something for you, too? Boy, this is rhyming. Sean, don't call me Seth Myers. JP Roofing and Siding. What a man he is. And what a mustache he has. 42 years in this business, roofing and siding. He's proven himself time and time again. Every time a new job comes up, they do it right. More proof, more proof. Nationally recognized company, Platinum Preferred, which is not an easy designation to get. They've been out to my house a couple times. They identified what was wrong and they fixed it. That may not sound very dramatic, but who wants drama when it comes to home repair or prevention, right? Maybe with the weather turning, you suspect a problem. They can help you with that. Give them a call. JP Roofing and Siding. $500 off any roofing or siding installation right now. It's JP Roofing and Siding. 412-829-7711. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. These cheeseburgers are absolutely incranculant. Bob, would you agree? Yeah. I have my mouthful, sorry. You go with the whole works on your cheeseburger, huh? Onion, tomato. Everything. Lettuce. Ron, how do you dress up a cheeseburger over there? And you have a diet Dr. Pepper, which I'm jealous of. Cheeseburger, uh, Cheeseburger, lettuce, onion, tomato, ketchup, mayonnaise. The whole deal. Yeah, I like that. Um... And the fries are good, aren't they, Bob? You gotta love fries. That's the one thing that over no matter what sort of taste you have, for you know, foo foo food, whatever kind of food you're talking about, fries are fries. They're always good. 
Let's listen to the rest of Kenny Pickett, shall we? Let's go back to the beginning, the first question, because it seemed like he wanted to get some things off his chest here about the idea that has been floated out there by some Steeler reporters, or I should just say media people in general, that he did not want to dress at all, not even be the emergency person for the game, the emergency quarterback. He wanted to address that right away. Hopefully this answers a lot of things before it gets started. I saw reports out there that I felt like we're attacking, you know, my character and how I am as a person, not even getting into a player standpoint of it. Um, there was no talk of me being a backup quarterback this week in terms of being a two. Um, if I was healthy enough to play and the trainers and coaches felt like I looked good enough to play, I was going to start and play. Um, if they believed that I was not, which they believed I was not, I was not going to dress and suit up for the game. Um, so whoever reported that, I don't know where it started. Um, it's kind of crazy what people were writing and put out there. Um, to try to, you know, prove their point or help their standpoint or their careers and, and what you guys do. Um, but, you know, disappointing to see that um, without any proof or basis of it. So this week I'm now the two. They feel good four weeks out of the surgery uh, for me to dress and be the two. So I will be the two and do what I have to do to be ready to go for Baltimore. Very quickly off that again, uh, Mike Tomlin has basically butchered the quarterback situation since Ben left in my not-so-humble opinion, by not opening it up for Pickett right off the bat last year, by suddenly, without warning, ripping Trubisky out and putting Pickett in, by apparently by re-signing Mitch and putting him ahead of Mason, by not going to Mason when he could have earlier this season when it was clear Mitch just wasn't getting it done, and now it's revealed that he would have gone back to Kenny after Mason's performance against the Bengals, if we believe what Pickett just said. Do you agree that 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 Tomlin has, to put it kindly, mismanaged the quarterback situation since Ben left? I think, first of all, it's difficult to come up with a successor to a guy who's going to be a Hall of Famer. Uh, but yes, I think overall, you know, the drafting of Kenny Pickett has been debated back and forth whether or not it was a good pick or not. Yeah, I forgot about that. It all started with the drafting of Pickett. But I also think it's, you know, How about sign, the signing, signing of Trubisky, Trubisky that, twice. That, that I, I mean, mentioned. It's yes. one it's, thing to get right. one deal. It, but he has not a lot to choose from no, either, it, maybe. But also... It, but it, his, it, own, his own doing. Right. But also, if you go back, I would have gotten Trubisky out of those games earlier. I might have been able to win a game more uh, and put, a, put them in a better position had I done it. Uh, but he was willing to stick with him, even though the performance wasn't that good. And he only, when ha when he absolutely had to, went to Mason Rudolph. Regardless of how we all felt about any of these things at the time, time has proven, or at least is leaning in the direction of, it was a mistake to draft Pickett when they did. It was a mistake to bring in Trubisky. It was a mistake to not have a competition in camp. It may have been a mistake to go to Pickett when he did. It was a mistake to bring Trubisky back it was a mistake not to go to Mason at any point, and it would have been a mistake to go back to Pickett. Other than that, he's batting a thousand. He's been great. Pick it up, Sean. Don't call me Seth Myers. So, if there's any other questions about that, um, I feel like I answered it pretty good there. If there's anything else? Is there any Baltimore questions that we get on the Baltimore? So, you never had any say in whether you wanted to be the two. No, I feel like I answered very clearly there. I was, you know, was going to start and play, or if they didn't think I was good enough to, to do that, healthy enough, I was going to be the three and not dress. Where's your health doctor? Hold on, hold on, hold on. 
No, he wasn't very clear on that. How well, much? How f- much say did he have? Well, he didn't answer that. He's saying he didn't have any. That it was a coach's decision. Didn't feel like he was healthy enough to play. That was yeah, my interpretation. The, the interpretation is that that hey, that was their decision, not mine. And if I wasn't going to be healthy enough, they they were going to not trust me. If, well, I'm, if they thought the I thing. was healthy enough, they would have started Every, me. If they didn't think I was healthy enough, I wasn't going to play in the game. Follow-up question. Why were you medically cleared on Thursday then? That's two days before the game. Were you healthy enough to play in your estimation? And he probably said yes in his estimation. He said that last week. Because he said that during the week. Right. Right. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. But those – those guys all say they're ready to play. Right. Guys well, no, he was legitimately medically cleared to play. Oh, was it Thursday it was, or Friday? It was Thursday. Thursday. It was Thursday. Thursday. Late in the week. It was Thursday after practice. So. So, leaves. again, if he was if but, he was a legit. But on a Friday, they don't do much, and they I know. fly Saturday early. I hear that. So, you could still dress as the emergency. Well, that's, that would have been my question. How come no dressing as the emergency quarterback? We can all agree. No, I forgot what I was going to ask. Now I'm pulling pages out of the Crowley book. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, Percentage-wise, I mean, I'm good enough to, to do what I need to do to play if, if need be. What do you make of the decision to start Mason against Baltimore and for you to be the number two? Yeah, as a competitor, you want the ball. I want the ball in the most crucial situations of the game. I want the ball in the biggest games of the season, and this is what you work for. This is what you do. But, um, you know, one man's misfortune is another, oppor- another man's opportunity. So Mason played well when he got in there. Um, I have a ton of respect for Mason and everything he's done and, and what our team has been doing. Um, so now my job that I'm back healthy is to, is to be the backup. If something happens, if he goes down, um, be ready to go and continue to support him the way I've been. What was the conversation? So we can agree, I hope, on this, that if he had done more with his 24 starts, there would have been no question that uh, he'd be the starter this week. I would agree. Correct? I would agree, <clears throat> yes. I think that's part of the equation. No doubt. I mean, that's the biggest part. Uh, probably, to me, yeah, it's bigger I, than health. That's the biggest part. Because even last week, if he was clearly the guy, he could have woken up Saturday morning and said, I'm ready to play, and he would have played. Mm-hmm. Ben would have, right? They would have had Ben. They would have. If, I use C.J. Stroud as an example. If you know you have your guy and you know you're going to have trouble winning without him and he's clearly entrenched, you wait until the last possible minute to see if he can play. And if he's cer- certainly if he's medically cleared two days before a game, he's in. Mm-hmm. Right. I'm glad that we can agree. Coach, about the decision. It was tough. Early on, there really wasn't many conversations. It was very much a day-by-day, week-by-week thing in terms of what was happening. Um, you know, if Mason did not play well, I feel like I would have had to go in there, um, you know, earlier than they would have wanted me to. And that's just the truth of the situation. So, um, you know, he played well. They felt, you know, where I was at in my recovery, they didn't want to push it and try for me to, to, to suit up and have to get thrown in there. Um, so that's why I didn't suit. Wait a second. I'm not sure I understood that. So he's now saying, basically, if Mason hadn't played well against Cincy, they would have been more compelled to play me. If he was, if if they thought he was healthy, yes. What I heard was health or not, they would have been more compelled to play me against Seattle. Go back to that one. Yeah, Sean. I think I got to listen to that one again. 
conversation like with uh, Coach about the decision? It was tough. Early on, there really wasn't many conversations. It was very much a day-by-day, week-by-week thing in terms of what was happening. Um, you know, if Mason did not play well, I feel like I would have had to go in there, um, you know, earlier than they would have wanted me to. And that's just the truth of the situation. So, um, you know, he played well. They felt, you know, where I was at in my recovery, they didn't want to push it and try for me to, to, to suit up and have to get thrown in there. Um, so that's why I didn't suit. So because Mason played well, they didn't turn to me. Broadcast. Because right. they did not want to rush him in there after having not played over a month. But he's clearly saying there, uh, I would have had to go in there earlier if Mason wasn't playing well. So so he was... If Mason would have stunk against Cincinnati, would Kenny have been healthy enough to play against Seattle? He's saying clearly yes. He's saying even, yes. even if they thought I was compromised, but it, but they af- would have put me in there. But it afforded right. them the luxury of not doing it, and that's what they chose to do. I don't think there's anything beyond that. It's pretty obvious. I do. He's saying if Mason hadn't played well, I would have played, basically. And he would have played, and not he would have played, 100%. but but he okay, but he wasn't even the backup, and he w- didn't even dress as emergency. I'm getting tired of this. Go ahead, Sean. <laughs> hey, what have you seen the eleven person view of the offense? Yeah, just removed from it. Um, you know, when we were running the football and we're balanced attack, we're tough to stop. Like I've been preaching all year, so it's it's great to see that. Um, you know, from this from the side standpoint in the meeting rooms and, and being involved in the game plans like I was when I was playing. So it's awesome to see. I guess what I meant by that was either you're healthy enough and they deem you healthy enough to play, or not under any circumstance. He what he said before was, I would have played if Mason hadn't played well. So clearly it wasn't about health and circumstance. It was about Mason playing well. Then why wasn't he the backup? Because that's I, what I'm that's saying. That's what I told you at the start here. They had an opportunity to not risk it with him and the surgery that he had, and they wanted to make sure that he would get the benefit as much time as possible. I and hear they that. they had the but, luxury. But that's your answer. But they didn't have the luxury to use Mitch as a backup. He's saying I would have played. If they needed me, and that's I would have played. And that's a guy who's saying I'll play despite not being 100% which is typical of most of these guys. But I think they decided it was better for them as a, as a team and for his health and future not to risk that now. They didn't have to because they had a quarterback playing well. That's not a all. second quarterback playing well. <laughs> but, so what if what if Mason goes down in that game? I mean, in other words, did they go into that game giving themselves the best chance to win? So in other words, you're saying – if he's my best option beyond uh, Rudolph, then he should be the backup. He's saying I, I would have played. I would have played no matter the circumstance if Mason well, hadn't played well the week before. You can debate that all you want. I, I, I would mean, have started the game. To my, so I would answer, well, then why weren't you the backup? If if we're talk, right, if you were available question. in a desperate a, situation, it, it would have been pretty desperate if I Mason went down. If you had asked me on Friday, and I, in fact I mentioned this on one of our shows, that – Based on how the week had gone, that Kenny Pickett would be the backup. I was surprised that he wasn't. So was so am I now. No, I didn't expect him weren't. to start, but I did expect him to be the backup. A more and, and and this just lends credence to that because to to whittle it all down, to boil it all down, I would have been available in a desperate situation. And to me, a desperate situation would have been season on the line, and we got to turn to Mitch because Mason just got hit in the knee. But he wasn't there. Weird, Ron. Yeah, I mean, I guess the question is, would you rather have a healthy Trubisky who got m- more practice work during the week than a, a somewhat compromised picket? 
That's the question. I'd rather have Pickett on crutches than Trubisky at this point. <laughs> okay. That Trubisky train's not only yeah, off the we, track. We got to find out completely, all Trubisky train. The hazmat units there trying to put out the fire. <laughs> that train has left the station, Sean. All right. Please go ahead. Kenny, what's clicking? You think why? Why are things clicking now? The balance. What I just said, really. Just the, you know, you run the ball for 200 yards, you're going to open up the, the play action game. You're going to get guys one on one, which is what we're doing. Kenny, do you need to take? That's such bull. I mean, how about throwing the ball down the field and having George Pickens be a part of the offense? There's no doubt running the ball was a factor. They do like that balance. But Rudolph runs a different offense, at least throws it down the field. See, that's the one thing I love about him. Uh, and Mike Tomlin uses these words, and if you analyze the words, this is what he's getting, calculated risk throws. Right. That means you don't want to throw an interception, but when there are calculated risks involved, you'll take it, meaning one-on-one, and that's what he does that Kenny Pickett hasn't the, been doing. The story in that bless answer. The, God bless you, Ron. Was that a sneeze? Was that, that an was actual a sneeze? No, but Joe, Joe said even coughs deserve I've taken that to you. coughs and sometimes burps, Bob, because those go How largely un- unrecognized. <laughs> <laughs> could be, yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the story of that answer, and it's become a story, and your guy Chris Hoke, I thought was spectacular in the postgame, is that... He'll be our guy on Thursday. Mm-hmm. Is that nobody... Yeah, ins- by the way, it's fun to watch a game with him. It's really no, interesting. It's we, fun we to get break into one it. down, yeah, too. Uh, he's, he's passionate and knowledgeable. Nobody in that room seems to be stepping up willingly and saying the difference very clearly... Is the quarterback play. You know, now, I, noticed, I, don't, I don't expect the backup quarterback now, Pickett, no. to say that necessarily, but that's the truth. And here's what your guy Chris Hoke said on Sunday, because you asked him. I asked him this, yes. And he said, first he came out. You guys were talking about, what's the difference in the offense? You know, like it's a mystery. And he said, everybody's dodging the question, Hokey said. Who's the spark? What's the spark? It's Mason Rudolph. Nobody will say it. You jumped in, Bob Pompiani, and you look great the other day, Bob, I might add. Well, thank you, John. A wonderful suit. You jumped in and said, why? Meaning, why won't anybody say right. it? That doesn't mean you agreed with it. No, You're I asking said, him, why? why do you think nobody will say it? And Hokey said, because Kenny's the number one draft pick. Kenny's the starter all year. There are relationships there. Nobody wants to put it out there, but the reality is Mason has come in here and doubled the point production. I think DK wrote about something like this. You go through the locker room, nobody's just going to say, it's Mason. It's obvious. The difference is obvious. But I think they feel that way. Absolutely. Then why they won't feel, they say it? Because they don't don't want to hurt the other guy's feelings. He's the number one pick. And he had been their quarterback. This is pro football. There's no I, feeling hurt. I understand, but they're not going to. But I think they truly, they have to truly believe more in Mason than they did in Pickett. It, and it, I think that is some of the wide receivers' problems this year. Yes. Maybe it wasn't everybody. Oh, it's directed at Canada. Maybe it was directed at the quarterback. Maybe. I believe it was directed at the quarterback every bit as much Maybe. as the quarterback. Although the other quarterback had his best game ever the second Canada left the premises. I understand too. that, but not like these last two. No. They've all had their best game since that guy was gone. But, yeah, the quarterback play. Let's go back to that question. I mean, I wish we had some sort of translator or something that could have Kenny Pickett scream at the top of his lungs, it's the quarterback. He's He played better than I did. 
But here's a clear question. So it's, it's great to see that, um, you know, from, this, from the side standpoint in the meeting rooms and, and being involved in the game plans like I was when I was playing. So it's awesome to see. Kenny, what's clicking, you think? Why, why are things clicking now? The balance, what I just said, really. Just the, you know, you run the ball for 200 yards, you're going to open up the, the play-action game, and you're going to get guys one-on-one, which is what we're doing. Kenny, do you need to take two reps? <clears throat> but, but here's something that should be noted. During Kenny Pickett's starting games this year, they had four that went over 150 yards rushing. I was rushing. just going to note that, Four Bob. of them. Yes. And so they had those same single-man opportunities the down the field. the passing game never looked like right. And the like, passing right. game never looked the way it looks now. A wonderful point, Bob, and I agree with every half syllable you just said. So does Ron. And I was just going to say it. They said they were on a historic rushing pace at a certain point this season. And if that's one of the reasons people want to say, well, you know, Mason's doing great because of that or that he's doing great because Seattle's defense stinks – and Cincinnati is what they are. Well, the Steelers have also played crappy defenses and crappy teams a lot, and they haven't had quarterbacking like this. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Go ahead, Sean. Don't call me Seth Myers. As one-on-one, which is what we're doing. Kenny, do you need to take team reps in practice to feel comfortable playing if you were to have to go on the field on, on Saturday? You'd like to, but, you know, at this point in the season, it's kind of tough to do that. Le- reps are limited. Um, you know, like you said, being four weeks removed, you want to get reps to just get back into the swing of things. But where we're at right now, it's kind of hard to do that. In other words, if he were an entrenched starter, he wouldn't have needed reps last. When you have a quarterback, Ben didn't even practice on Wednesdays, for God's sakes. When you're the entrenched starter, you really don't need that many reps. He could have gotten uh, a couple here and there, and that's what he's saying here. No, no, you don't need that many reps to be ready. No, I agree. I mean. He's not bad, though. I mean, obviously. Yeah, and and that's the difference. Any any entrenched starter at this point doesn't need tons of reps to get ready to play a football game. But. If you're an entrenched starter, you hope to have more than six touchdown passes throughout the course of an entire season. Right. Also. We now know he wasn't an entrenched starter, not in the head coach's mind. Go ahead. Would you have needed team, rep, you have needed team reps to be the number two last week in, in Seattle? From a coaching standpoint, that's what they wanted me to get more reps, and they weren't comfortable with what I was looking like earlier in the week um, with where I was with my ankle to do that. Okay, do you feel like the way Mason's been able to succeed over the last couple of weeks has bought you a little more recovery time? Uh, I mean, yes and no. It's like this thing's tough, man. You, you, you can do things. The guys that play at this level, you do things to get you through games. You know, what to, you know there's a process of getting through games. Um, where your health is not ideal and there's things you can do to play. Um, so if that needed to be the case, I could do those things. Um, there was the, the trainers and coaches didn't see a point of me doing that if I was not starting. Get the old needle out. If you were the guy, you'd play on one leg. Get out and get I think the needle. Would. What, Ron? Get the needle out. Yeah, there are things they do. <laughs> exactly. Get the needle out. I mean, but I do think the, answer, the real answer to that question is, yeah, it helps me out because I don't have to go through that. So I'll be healthier now. That's the answer. and No, the real answer is well, I, I, don't, said, I don't need reps to play and I don't want to sit behind this guy. Get me in a game. Are you kidding me? But throughout the course of this, 
he, like everyone else, dating back to the postgame the other day, could have been a little bit more complimentary of Mason Rudolph, I thought. You know, it's it's not been brought up. You look at it, it's, it's you know, sure, It's it, it, if you run the ball well, there are going to be opportunities. But guess what? It hadn't happened until now. So there's a reason why it's happening now. No, it definitely feels like everybody from Tomlin on down is tiptoeing around the fact that an offense that was dead for two and a half years is suddenly not just alive but thriving, and the one little tiny difference was the quarterback is different. Right. Not right? a little tiny difference, a big difference. <laughs> oh, that's a sarcastic. Go. Kenny, what are some of the things that Mason did to support you, and what can you do to kind of help him? Yeah, the same. The same. I mean, listen, we, we have a great great friendship, truly. It's been two years with, with, with Mitch and Mason, and it's been nothing but awesome coming in here every single day, um, you know, sharing laughs, sharing memories. So um, when I come to the sideline, when I would come to the sideline, we would talk, and now he comes to the sidelines, we talk. You know, I, I don't over overdo it, overstep. You want to give him information. You don't want to give him too much where he's thinking. Um, you know, he bounces ideas off me, and I bounce him back, and it's a good relationship. Do we believe all that? Everything's kumbaya yeah, in there? Yeah, do, I do believe all yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, they've both been pretty consistent on saying that. Um, I mean, you can see them. But I would they know- say it if it wasn't good? No, of course not. If they were winning, they probably were losing. They wouldn't even be asked that question. Um you could see them. They all huddle during the, when the defense is on the field. I, I didn't notice Pickett as much as I noticed Trubisky the other day with Rudolph. But, you know, I always go back to Ben saying he didn't want people in his ear either. He wanted to figure things out himself and knew what he wanted to do. Now, clearly he, he had an experience edge over Pickett and or Mason even for that matter. Yeah. He didn't want his head cluttered with he didn't want this guy talking to him, this guy talking to him. And he would you know, one guy he would lean on all the time was Josh Dobbs. He loved talking to Josh Dobbs, but right. um he, he always said, I don't want to have them a constant banter in my ear. Um I would have to believe there's certainly a competitive tension in there. I think it's much easier when there's a clear-cut number one guy, and there no longer is, and that would that to me has the potential to change the dynamic in there. Very easy for me to be friendly with the guy who's my backup. Maybe a little less easy when he's taken my job. Right. I could be wrong. No, I think that's it fair. It could be wonderful. Everybody could be getting along great, uh, but things change in work, Bob. Don't yeah, they? Yeah, but but also. And that's fine. You understand that. Every one of those guys wants to play. They're all competitive. They have reasons to want to play. A lot of them are financially related to their careers moving forward. But there's nothing wrong with that healthy competition. I think if you have it and if you do it the right way and if you're honest about being positive about that relationship, it can help both people and all three people. I I don't have a problem. I think that's good. I think I'd want that, especially since I don't think they have an established starter right now as their, as their franchise quarterback. Don't call me. Go ahead. I'm sure it's frustrating. Do you feel in any way that you lost your starting job? Um, no, listen, like I just said, it was one man's misfortune, another opportunity. You know, he, he came in, he's playing well, and, and that's what they're, they're going to roll with him. So um, we'll see how it plays out. I got to be ready to go in case, you know, we have to, you know, whatever it takes to get to the playoffs. That's really, it's all hands on deck. So um, I'll be ready to go. Maybe. Good question right there. Short, direct to the point. Did you lose your job? Wow. I think the answer. Based on what he said, he knows that for now he has. Yes. And, uh-huh. and that's okay. For what the coach said, yes. It's he's a short r- answer. Yeah, I did. He's there's there's not him. too much room for misinterpretation there. And I know he has to sort of probably finesse that. He doesn't necessarily have to. Yeah, I did. 
Maybe I got, I got maybe hurt. maybe uh, it followed. was a break for the other guy, and he took advantage of it. When's the next time we see Kenny Pickett start a game? I'm <laughs> going to say uh, opening day next season. Hmm, that's a that's a really good question. Is never even in the conversation? No. Okay. I no. think he's back next year. Yeah, I, I just I don't know how it's going to work out in the off season. I think they still want him to be the guy. They I think selected he's back number next one. year too, but he not is. necessarily and, as the starter. Well, that's what I think. I think in a fair, if this, if Mason has another good game, even if they don't get into the playoffs, but he has another good game, how could you ignore three huge must wins? But he may not be here though next well, year. But that's though. his choice. But I'm saying if he is, you're just going to ignore that and go back to where you it can't. was. You can't. If Mason was going to leave Pittsburgh, and I realize he probably, well, he definitely has more leverage now out there. But if it was ever true that he felt disrespected and and you know I'm never going to get a chance here and screw these guys, I can finally leave. If Kabali is right in his reporting that he had chances to leave, he didn't leave after last year. He came back to this situation. But I don't think the offers would have been any different. You know, and well, Kabali argued that it was guaranteed money here and not somewhere else. That he could have go- come gone to compete for a number two job, not got it, lost it, got cut, got cut, and proving then got nothing. Proving that if the conditions are right here, the idea that Mason Rudolph thinks he got screwed over and would never play for right. the Steelers it comes down to was, money. Was I'm wrong. Telling you, it comes right. down to right. money. And I would say opportunity. An opportunity. There is an opportunity still. There's opportunity. Yeah, but when he came back last year, there was an opportunity. No, but this offseason would be different. Okay. His decision to come back here. Would be predicated. nobody gave him the chance to start. Right. That was different. This is totally different. If he was he coming off up, a year when he didn't take a snap, right? Which is why this is right. different. Now he's put himself in a position to be in that conversation legitimately, and they should make sure that they leave no stone unturned. The other thing, riding on this, is a head and shoulders commercial, big time money. If this dude does it and continues to do it, he'll be on with Troy, Tiny Troy, and they'll be talking about hair issues because he's got a great, great I, head I've of hair. I've seen some people out there uh, tweet out what that do you there's. Mean he's got a great head of hair. He does, Ron. Mason doesn't Rudolph pick does. It? Doesn't pick it? It's more, uh, his is more controlled. It's thick. It has, it has what head God, and shoulders You guys are wants. evaluating hair here. I'm just I think, saying, I think Rudolph's it. hair is superior. <laughs> Kenny has, a, has an interesting style. Yeah. He's got with a his mane hair. of hair. A mane of hair. Yeah, it's more like Chris Letang. When he yeah. bends over, he can shoosh it back, and it just, you know, in slow motion, looks great. Right. Now I forgot what I was going to say again. <laughs> well, I think the, no, I was talking about coming back for that, opportunities. What you know, you you can have a you can have an open competition, and you Kenny said has next, to be okay. Oh, with that. people who have you know uh, registered the opinion that there's nothing to see here. It's just a simple fact of hey, a guy got hurt, another guy came in and played well. Now they're right. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day. Brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.